This is Get Valiant. Those dudes to my, what would that be, my left and down below, they're also Get Valiant. <laughs> We're all Get Valiant. We're it's all it. getting Valiant with the big 183. I think that's my new tagline for us. Getting Valiant and staying Valiant. Getting Valiant and staying Valiant. It's got a nice Get ring to it. We're so Valiant. So Valiant. valiant. That's our new thing is so Valiant. Great. It's so, that's so valiant, like that's so Raven. That's right. <laughs> that, that, when 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 one of us leaves this podcast to to make their own like splinter offshoot podcast, it's gonna be called "That's So Valiant." Like get valiant. This is so valiant. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. That's that's the sassy episode of of Valiant Fandom. Well, welcome to book number two of the month, guys. How you doing? Good. I'm doing all right. Um, I literally just got done reading it, so that's fun. Oh. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Because I don't read them until the last second. We are we're, we're feeling valiant. That's darn right, Scott Bloom. So that's about all we can feel right now. <laughs> New comic book day. A valiant comic book day. So, I'm uh, Minnesota. What are people feeling in the news? Like what do you mean? Like what news? I like Valiant news. I don't want to get into the other stuff. <laughs> um, is there any Valiant news? I can't remember. I think a little bit of this book that we'll talk about later at the end. Um, of it kind of not being there. So, yeah, hmm. yeah. We'll so, talk about that later. Something some cool happening next week or two. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. That's, that's, that's the news. That's, that's the news. There isn't a lot of news. That's the thing. Um, I mean, the, the news is no news, really, right now. So that's yeah. So the thing about it is, and we've talked about this before. There are only two Valiant books every month, and I guess the question is how to feel about that. And and well, the question is why, and it's hard not to think like there are two directions that Valiant could have gone when COVID hit, right? Because, I mean, it really all comes down to COVID. It comes down to pencils down. It comes down to comic book shops closing their doors for an extended period of time. And there are two directions that Valiant could have gone. Valiant could have said, like, okay, uh, we're going to have to close, or we know comic book shops are closing, but we're going to spend a whole bunch of money anyway and make a million books and you know, come out of this guns blazing, or they could have said, um, comic book shops are closing, the world is shutting down, and we need to watch and wait and see what happens in order to decide the best course of action. Right? Like, are there any other options besides those two? And knowing that those are the, the two options that are available to them, it seems like they said, we're going to see what happens in the world and we're going to try to be smart about this. Do I want more books a month? Yes. Absolutely. I want, no. <laughs> Absolutely. I want more books a month. I want six books. I want 10 books, 12 books, 20 books a month. Bring it on. Let me read comics. Let me get these characters on the shelves. Um, but as I said in the last episode, 
I would rather have two books a month than no books a month. And if that's the choice that I'm given, give me two books a month. Well said. Well said. Uh, that was my rant. Sorry. I know that was a big old tangent, but um, I've been thinking a lot about this lately, and I just feel like at the end of the day, let's all drop our cameras. <laughs> at the end of the day, That's I, would how rather, mad I, was. I would rather have two books a month than no books a month. And I think that that's what it comes down to for me. Does that mean that that's how the way everyone else needs to feel? Absolutely not. Everybody has to feel the exact same way you do. That's how it all works. Come that's on. It. <laughs> Agree Eric with me. Eric speaks for the or entire else. podcast. Uh, that's how it is. We're, we're all of one mind. So if one of us says it, all three of us think it. That's how it goes. And everyone who watches or listens to this podcast and everyone who listens to Valley automatically has to feel the same way as I do. <laughs> yeah. So for the second week, my, my new little tripod is giving me some issues. It's very it's a sad world we live in. Yeah. I was gonna, I would say that it's very stiff, but then I didn't want Eric to say something like that's what she said. You know. What now? She said what? <laughs> well, um, your tripod doesn't seem like it's very stiff. It seems like it's uh, kind of limp. It's, it's not very limp. It's it's got fallen over. <laughs> it, it's it's very hard to bend. Let me tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't bend it too hard; it'll break. I don't know. I love the poster behind you. Where'd you get that? Who? Me? Josh. I, I mean, I guess I could be talking to the other Josh. Well, I got this poster from, uh, I want to say it was from Paul Tessinier of uh, Valiant Central fame. Like uh, like four years ago or three years ago, he was, when he was still on Facebook and, and active in the Facebook groups. And I used to use it when, we first, when I first had this set up. And then Valiant sent me a Bloodshot poster. And I used that Bloodshot poster for a while. Just but, like going uh, over Eric's head right there. Yeah. Yeah. But then um, my frame broke, and I was like, oh, I forgot that I put the old Valiant poster behind the Bloodshot poster. And I do like this poster a little bit more. Um, it's a little bit more of an iconic image of, of Valiant for me. Agreed. The Valiant is one of the best Valiant books that's been put out since 2012. So I, I'm using right. it. If Valiant wants to send me a new poster, I would gladly put a new one in. Yeah, and, come on. Where are you at? Wink, a free poster? Wink. Well, like Shadow Man or something? Like Shadow Man, like the upcoming Shadow Man book or the upcoming like wink. Savage book. Wink, wink. Greg wink. Katzman, the media guy at Valiant. Do you see this wink? This or that new Harbinger one? That, oh, yeah. oh, the Harbinger one. Or Remember when we were the first ones to reveal that Harbinger hand? The hand. It was, it was it was Pete's old uh, stranger. Yeah, <laughs> ready. Ah, I can't do it. I don't have no space. <laughs> you know, uh, Eric made up an interesting point, and we didn't even talk about. Well, this time we're changing it up. Well, this isn't even a spoiler. Come on. <laughs> um, I was talking to John about this. You know, the last episode that we did, we had a conversation, and Eric brought this up at the beginning of the episode, kind of about how, you know, when we don't have as much money for um, comics because we're not buying as much Valiant stuff, we have money to be put in some other places. 
Um, and I made the comment like, oh man, if you don't give me enough Valiant books to buy, I have to buy other stuff. And I started thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I still need some Valiant books. And so I decided that this year I want to try to pick up all of the old Nintendo books that Valiant put out in the early 90s. And uh, I got the first two that I bought already. So I bought Super Mario Brothers 1. Boom. And then this uh, special edition one. And, you know, like these books are actually kind of sweet. The, the art in them is just just like what the games look like. But the paper stock and the covers, they really remind me of how the pre-order editions used to be. How we used to buy these pre-order editions that have like the really nice thick card stock. The prestige. Uh, yeah. I mean, they feel like prestige cover, like prestige books. These books cost two dollars when they came out in like the early 90s and uh they feel nice man like i don't my um my zelda books don't feel like that at all so it, it was, was kind of neat like when i when i got these and i cracked one of, one of them open just to like kind of feel what the, what the paper and the um, cover were like and i was like wow this was this was good stuff you know i could see why trying to get like a new a new publisher you know going up in the 90s people would have picked up on that stuff and be like wow like I don't know much about this company. They're putting out only licensed books at the time. But if you if you were to grab books like that off the shelf that were priced just pretty similar to what everyone else was doing, the quality was definitely there. And I think maybe that's the only thing you can really do when you have nothing else to really go off of other than, um, you know, we got a couple licenses and we're working on some other stuff. Yeah. Did you get any of those uh, WWF ones when they had when they were uh, publishing those? Not, not, not the Valiant ones. I used to have the WCW ones, yes. which were just hokey, hokey, yeah. so bad, <laughs> uh, so bad. They're funny. Like if I look yeah. at them now, um, they're hilarious. <laughs> just because like they're trying to, um, they're really trying to sell like kayfabe on you, like really bad, like within the pages of a comic. It's it's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. But I've never read the Valiant ones. I know that amazing Sp the Spider-Man co-creator, Steve Ditko, he worked on one of those books. You know, because he, he liked the the concept of good and evil within the world of wrestling, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It worked with his Ayn Rand philosophies. <laughs> I think they, they try it anyway, right? I think they really... I mean, wrestling really tries to kind of take pages from comic books to a degree, it feels like. Probably somewhat, yeah. They, well, you know, there used to be – well, he's still around. I don't know where he wrestles now, but there was a guy named Hurricane Helms. And Hurricane Helms, his whole gimmick was he was a backstage reporter, and nobody knew. It was No one was supposed to know who he was, and then he would come out as the Hurricane, and he looked like a Green Lantern. And I want to say he even had, like, a Green Lantern tattoo. This all sounds like a bunch of nonsense to me. Well, that's right. You don't watch anything. <laughs> you don't watch wrestling. Wrestling. No, because I wrestled in school for ten years, so I know what wrestling is and you what were they in high do. school for ten years. <laughs> okay, well, I wrestled in school for ten years. You you were in school for ten years wrestling. I was in school for more than ten years, but I only wrestled for ten of them. Nice. So I yep. know what wrestling is and what they do on those shows. Spoiler alert, not wrestling. It's wrestling. Okay. So, what I did is wrestling. What well, you did is wrestling. Greco Roman. Did you say Kurt Angle is not a wrestler? Yeah. 
I'm saying that Kurt Angle was a wrestler, <laughs> and then he became a TV personality. You got Chris Gable. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, Shorty G, man. Possibly was a wrestler and then became a TV personality. Well, I wrestled too since I was in second grade. So it was. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I since I was in kindergarten. So well, you know what? I've never done either of those things, but I can body slam somebody pretty good. I do it to my kids all the time. They love it. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I've got that going for me. Uh, I got the I Josh. Got my feet down. Whenever trying, we meet, I will body to, slam the shit out of you. I will, I will, I will uh, put you up in the jackhammer, which is like the the Bill Goldberg finishing. Right. Room. See if you like the figure four, the scorpion, <laughs> death. scorpion deathlock, the stinger splash. Yeah. I don't know if it. you realize how fat I am. You are not putting me in any. Are you kidding? Me? These guns, these uh, pythons. I don't even call them arms. They're called pythons. Okay. Brother. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you going to show oh, this? Yeah, thing? brother. Nope. nope. I was going. To, I thought about it, but then I was like. Nah. I'll put it down here so you have to like. You know, All right. Well, the, tat the tattoos on them add like a couple inches to how big they are. Yeah, hey, I got tattoos. Let's move forward. You know, just curious. Hey, do you guys know what it call calls when Batman uh, skips church? What? Christian Bell. <laughs> oh, there you go, kids. Um, I think we should talk about a book. What do you guys think? Wait, wait, wait. That's what I think. It's spoiler time. So, man, we're number four. We are talking about that book. And, um, yeah, I guess we can get into creators on this. Uh, writer, Dennis Opus. Artist, Emilio Lasso. Colors, Ruth Redman. So, uh, That yeah. looks good. That's a good. That's a good graphic. Yeah, can I just say this book looks phenomenal the art in here the 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 line work by emilio liso and the colors by ruth redman just gorgeous i don't know who did that cover who did that cover that you're showing not uh, that the artist i'm not sure i don't know who did the cover that that uh one in 25 is michael walsh i believe oh. my pre-order of it got canceled by the nerd store on my comic hub order just dicks I was kind of sad because I haven't been buying any variants. Um, so I was like, oh, I really wish I could have gotten that. Yeah. That, yeah. that one right here, that Tales of Shonhara, I, I noticed that Millions really ramped up their shop exclusive variants, which uh, I'm totally cool with. I just can't ever afford them. It just seems like there's a, like, a lot of them now. <coughs> and uh, yeah, But they look rad. They look great. That, that one right there where it's like the Tales of Suspense homage first appearance of iron man uh, something that i will say about awesome. this book oh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off nope. something i will say about this book no matter what you think about the story and we'll get into the story trust me um and we'll have some differing opinions about the story i'm sure um no matter what you think about this book it looks phenomenal the covers are amazing definitely worth getting the ratio variants variants um and the interiors are gorgeous so I don't think – can we all just agree on those two things? The covers look awesome and are worth getting, and the interiors look amazing. Can we just – can we just – I, I totally agree. I want <laughs> back that idea. I agree. I just don't know how much of a fan I am of uh, Arik in a chastity uh, wearing a big blue cup. 
Well, you know what? We're talking about that yet. I just. But that's part of the art. That's part of the design. Design well, is part of the art. Just, can we, I have a point about that later on we can talk about, you know? Like, okay. There's a reason why he's got it, okay? <laughs> well, saying, yeah, he's... Yeah. He is saving he is. himself for marriage. Hey, right? that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> he is but, saving himself for marriage. Okay, yeah, I can see that the covers, they're doing a great job with the covers. Uh, this is a beautiful piece right here with this. Just this. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very good looking. That right? Christian so, Ward on that cover. You know what? I think that one is Christian Ward, but if you guys now correct me in the chat, it is awesome. <laughs> Beautiful, and and then like you're talking about, you're talking about some art, and I uh, I agree that you know the art looks pretty darn good. So, honestly, this is a difficult call. <coughs> I don't know what's going on with my throat. Do you need COVID? COVID. So the Mountain Dew. Yeah, I got the Rona. Um, this is a difficult call, but I, I really, really like the line art on this. But I think the colors are actually the best part of the art in this book. The colors are so like, like look at these interior pages. They're so like, they're bombastic when they need to be. They're they're nuanced when they need to be. I don't know, man. Like. It, so Ruth I agree with that. is a professional badass, in my opinion. So yeah. I agree with that because uh, the opening sequence, which shows an army in Brooklyn uh, trying to draw out Exo Manowar, that's part of the story. Um, I just thought like a lot of the machines and a lot of the buildings and everything, that, like, I thought the color just worked so well with the pencils. Um, so I mean, like, yeah, like you are saying, I, I just don't think there's any arguing, at least amongst the three of us, right. that you know, this is a really like the art is there. Like the, the quality of art is it's what we expect from Valiant. Yes. Um, you know, it's there. Hundred <laughs> percent. I said that's what she said. I, I that's what she said myself. Um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, you're you're looking at some pretty good pencils. You're looking at some uh, some colors that really match it really well. Um, I do think that they uh, they do great angles. I do think that there's a, a great approach that's being done uh, with the art itself. And um, you know, I, I had some. We I think we talked about some choice on designs for certain things. Um, and uh, yeah, an interesting story that happens here too. When uh, you know, uh, Art gets to go to war. He gets to battle and uh, throw some Iron Man three multiple uh, exo type suits coming out of nowhere. So. Yeah, so I did not pick up on that. I mean, I don't know if that's what Dennis Hopeless was going for, but we were talking about this before the episode. And in the beginning, there's like the 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 robots that are that Troy, the billionaire boat dude, um, had Whitaker. built. Yeah, Troy Whitaker. Uh, they're all panned up like some hour, you know, and he's just sending them the as a ploy against this general. And I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of like Iron Man three, where like. There's the big all-out battle between the extremist people and all the various Iron Man armors. Kind of neat. Yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. Um, personally, like, this issue did not go the way that I expected it to. And that in and of itself is cool. The story was written in a way that, that was unexpected to a, to a degree. Um, once we figured out what was going on, 
okay, like then the whole thing with the uh, general played out. He, uh, Exo had to kill him. He had to kill him, right? Like it was either kill him or let the boy die. Easy choice in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, he's put the situ- he's boxed in. He doesn't have another option. Yeah. So I think he made the right call there. And I liked that they had, you know, the cop saying, um, look, I changed my mind on this. Exo was the only one that could have saved us. Then we go to the yacht and the um that nanite swarm shows up. And I genuinely, and I remember saying this on a previous episode, when that nanite swarm showed up in the forest fire, I had been saying that Whitaker sent that nanite swarm so that he would convince Exo to let him into the suit, to let him make some modifications, and um, that they would come back to bite Exo in the ass later. Well, I'm not... I'm, I'm. Not 100% convinced the other direction, but I'm not really sure what to think now. And that's a really fun place to be because um, the Nanite Swarm showed back up and it attacked Whitaker, kind of, seemingly attacked Whitaker. Did it really attack him? Is it under his control? I don't know. Um, But it seemingly attacked him and... Whitaker bailed out, and then now Exo is fighting that Nanite Swarm, and it ends on Shanhara no longer responding to Arin. And that's like a... I feel like we're in a place right now where it's really hard to predict what's going to happen next, and that's a very exciting place for an arc to end and to see the next arc begin. I just wish the next arc was starting next month. Yeah. So, like, here's, like, one thing I want to say. Since we're talking about this issue, finally, um, the general, he got a, he got attacked by that kid that's, like, really close to Exo Man, where he got kicked in the groin. And I think that's why there's a big cut piece on the, the new armor, because Sean Hare ain't taking any chances, okay? It's a big weakness. Rx human, he gets a, he takes that shot. You know, he's, he's down for the count, you know? I thought it was a little bit more like, this is my rifle, this is my gun, this is for fighting, this is for fun. I'm not sure. Um, it just seemed like a little bit of a an interesting uh, choice of uh, direction there. And then looking back at previous um, design, you know, I think that it looked better, though, kind of the way it was, more like a belt than it was a cup. Yeah. And uh, that's just thoughts of design, really. Yeah. But. And it looked weird when it first kind of exposed in the last issue uh, where we're starting to get like the uh, souped up uh, Exo Man of War. And, uh, you know, and I, and I think, you know, we have to call it because there to me, there's an elephant in the room uh, within this issue where you're seeing Sean Hara just being a blue uh, Amazon Echo and you're still seeing Arik wearing the armor. Not yeah. in the panels that you're showing, but yes. In the panel I'm showing right here in the top yep. uh, left corner shows yep. it. Yeah, yes. there's that little blue ball. And See then that? and then the one where he's not there present is in the in the TV. He's not even there, and he's currently wearing it, getting onto it. And then if you look at the bottom, he, he basically will say, you know, speak of the devil. You know, you know, there he is. So he's having a full conversation with Sean Hara um, on his table while 
Arik is also wearing Shanhara. Yeah, so here that's that's something I had wondered about because when I was when I read through this issue, I was like, something's really off here, and I don't and maybe it to me like this dude just reeks of like ultimately like the evil villain, the evil billionaire yeah. villain. He's a, he's just waiting. He's just waiting for his chance, and I just wonder if his chance was he found a way to hack into Shanhara in the previous issue, which supposedly just boosted Exomatter to make him so much more powerful. Um, and in the case of that, though, is that now Troy Whitaker guy has access to Sean Hara, or at least like a, a part of it, because it's just a blue ball, and, and, we're, and usually you see Sean Hara, Sean Hara's blue and gold. But maybe this is just how it is. It's just a little piece of that of that overall symbiotic uh, thing that is Sean Hara. And I just wonder if maybe at some point this dude, maybe with the help of that nanite swarm that he's got that went into him, Maybe that's not his way to try to take take on the abilities of the armor for himself, maybe in a later issue. Just, yeah. just wondering. And we had talked about that. And it's kind of weird when you look back to, you know, Exo being up on the Vine planet and how picky it was to pick its next wear. Um, and then, you know, to have this kind of clearly from 100 miles away, this creepy guy who's kind of got an alter agenda is able to kind of get that trust and, you know, Shanhara is listening to Arik, though. Shanhara chose Arik and trusts Arik. And when Arik trusts Whitaker, which I will agree is the wrong move, Arik should not be trusting Whitaker at all. But he is. Shanhara is listening to Arik. So I think that there's some consistency there. I don't think I don't think that's hundred percent off. Right? Like I think that that makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't know, because he makes that thing that he goes into when, when they get attacked. You know, he makes like a big giant ball to go into. Right. Out of his yeah, and like, who doesn't want to go into a big giant ball? I mean, everybody. Really. I wish I could go into one right now. Yeah. <laughs> and just cry, my, cry myself to sleep over this. No. Just be like John Travolta and the boy in the bubble. Just get it over <laughs> with. It's happening. He kind of looks like John Travolta. <laughs> Whoa. Eric. I'm dying. Man. Oh my god! Get in the bubble! Get in the bubble! Left, I thought you left the dogs out. That's how loud that barking. <laughs> Eric Ooh. left the dogs out. Did you know that song? Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think though. Okay, so the art on this book, absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, I don't think that the art could really be any better. And the colors are even better than the lines themselves. That's my opinion. The story on this book, I don't know, man. Like, is it a little bit weird that Shanhara is there talking to Whitaker while Arik is flying around wearing Shanhara? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a little bit weird. Um, but it's still pretty fucking badass. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on here. And... Um, the coolest thing is that we're left on this cliffhanger that we really want to know what's going on. And the best thing that a comic can do is leave you wanting more so that you come back for the next issue. And as much as I wish the next issue was going to be next month, and we unfortunately know that it's not, um, I'm really happy that we're left in a spot where if you're reading this comic, you're going to come back and you're going to read the next issue. That's really important. And I don't know, man. I mean, I think that this is really good. 
Is it a five out of five? I don't think so. I'm sorry. But what do you think it is, though? Is it really good? Yes, it is really good. We had Scott already give it a 4.25 in the comments. Can I match that score? I don't know. I think the art is a five out of five. I don't think that I could ask for anything better out of this art. It looks like a comic book. It looks like... Can I say that? That's a really good thing. <laughs> that it looks like a comic book. I'm so happy. What I mean is like, like look at like Renato Gatiss's art. I'm oh, not, yeah. It looks like a piece of work. I'm not trying to shit on Renato Gatiss right now. <laughs> but his art does not look like comic book art. It looks like 3D models. Right? Great. This episode is not going to be remembered as episode 183. The episode where Eric shit all over Renato Gatiss. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody don't quote that. <laughs> oh man. Don't don't put that on the book value. No. <laughs> what I'm saying though is that this looks like really, really good comic book art. When I when I go into a comic book shop and I pick a comic book up off of the stands, I hope that it looks this fucking good. That's what I'm trying to say. So I don't know if we ever answered this. I might. I think I might have asked this before, and maybe one of you know. Um, where did Emilio Lizo come from? Because I think his art's great, and it's like, what book was he? Who let him go? <laughs> you know. I think he had done some. Uh, God, I want to say he had done some Star Wars, but I'm not sure. Man, his art. I I just think like what he's got going on here. I'm not sure who covered him wherever else he worked. Him and Ms. Redman really work well together. I, I think that she's got a good grasp for what he's putting on the page. Her palette is just, it works really well with what he's doing. Um, I think for me, like on this book, it's an all right book to read. Are you going to let me rate it or not? Oh, shit. Sorry. We just blew past you. What, what's your score, man? <laughs> um, so the, the art on this is a five out of five. It's 100% there. The story on this, the, my only issue, rate everything and go with an average. Yes, Scott, I'm 100% with you. So the story on this issue isn't a five out of five only because we don't have, and I'm looking at this arc as a whole, we don't have the same level of nod to continuity that we've had in previous series. And I know Hoosier's going to agree with me on this. Um, That's an easy one. Yes. So that is the only negative here. Knowing that that is the only negative here, I would give the art on this like, or the art, I already gave the art a five. I would give the writing on this somewhere between a three, five and a three, seven, five. That brings my overall total score. Damn it. I got to do it. I got to agree with Scott and I got to give this book a 4.25 out of five. Um, I would love to give it higher if I could, but I can't. And that is that's that's where I come in. Um, I think it's a really really solid book. I think people should be reading this book. Here's what it is. This doesn't feel exactly like a lot of the Valley comics we've read in the past, but it feels like an amazingly well written and well drawn superhero comic book. 
It's very good for what it is. It's very good for what it is. Yeah. So I, you know, one thing I do agree with is that it doesn't quite feel like the old Valiant books that we've read before, you know? Um, and that, you know, a lot of that can just come down to the fact that we've had change in editors and things like that with Valiant. This, is, this isn't saying it's a bad thing. Okay. So I do kind of like sometimes when they, they change things a little bit so that the feel is different to feel not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but you can change how these books kind of come across sometimes just because you've got to do things that kind of pull in some new readers I'm okay with it. I'm not. I'm not going to be as hard on this book as I've been on previous issues. Um, most of my problems with this book on the writing side just stem from the fact that I don't have any clue with some of the things that have happened. Like, why are there? Why does Troy Whitaker have access to Sean Hara in a way that he shouldn't? Um, you know, like things like that. Like, I can't. I mean, if if I would have been on for the episode where we talked about issue three. I would have been like, how the hell these dudes get to Brooklyn so fast from the Ukraine with all their heavy gear? But I wasn't on for that episode, so I can't bitch about that as much as I want to. Because um, <laughs> it doesn't make fucking sense. But, um, you know, within the realms of this issue, there's something that they did do that is done really well with the writing. And it's something that Eric and I, and I think even John has agreed with us on this. You know, Art cares so much for the people around him. They're not just like a bunch of individuals in the background. Arik genuinely cares about the community around him, whether it's in Romania at the very beginning of Unity, whether it was in Nebraska with the rest of the Visigoths in the pages of VEI's volume one of X-Men War. Uh, you know, he genuinely loves the community around him. I like seeing the fact that they're central to part of the storyline. You know, he's he's sticking his neck out for them. He did the right thing in killing this general, even though he didn't really want to. He explained in his thoughts, like, I don't want to do this. This is why I don't want to do it. I love the fact that the cop had his back. You know, I thought that was great. Um, So, like, the confusing stuff, though, with, like, the art with Shamhara, like the, the Amazon Alexa of uh, armor, if you will, as John was saying, that's the only thing where I'm just like, I don't know what to think of the writing. But the story itself has been good. It's going to be kind of hard to wait until um, August for this to pick back up. So my, on the, the art side, um, it's good for what it is. I think like everything's great on that side. On the writing, I go a little bit lower. Overall, my score is going to be a four. Um, just because like I, I've been hard on this, this book. I've been hard on. I, I wasn't on for the third issue, but I was hard on the second issue, pretty bad. But I thought this one was solid. I just have some really weird questions though about how, what is Arik and Sean Hart's relationship? What is what is this Troy Whitaker guy able to do? And is Arik basically getting played like like a sucker by some dude I with a bunch of money by a, a dude with a bunch of money and a boat? Like he's like, oh shit, man! Like Hark's I think he's getting played. <laughs> I think Arik is a little bit naive, and I think that that actually fits with previous continuity. Yeah, but I, I was I was surprised at how much I liked this issue when it was done, because I have been hard, and I was kind of like, I can't wait to rip this book a little bit. I did kind of have that like moment because I was like, it's been mediocre, but this last issue was solid. And yeah, bring on August. Won't what, what, what did you give it, Josh? A four. A four. Okay. Um. Again, like you guys have said, art. I enjoyed the art. I enjoyed the colors quite a bit. I think that it it, it has done really well with that. 
Um, you know, Josh does bring a point of, you know, them traveling really, really quick. I didn't, I overlooked that until you said that. Um, the, I, I really get some interesting pieces of both Shanhara and Arik being naive, both of them being played. Um, just doesn't seem, you know, I've heard somebody said like, doesn't seem like King Arik, doesn't seem like, you know, the same character, which it, it's not, it's a different take. I understand that. Um, but the all blue, you know, ball on the ground, also being in two places at once. Um, it, it just really is a interesting story. I mean, I think Arik is just kind of turned into this, you know, passive guy just sitting on the back, kind of hanging out. And it's not the ideal story for me. That doesn't mean it's, you know, like horrible, but it's just not one that I'm enjoying. It's not one that um, I kind of, you know, have fell in love with like sounds like you guys have as much um you know i am going to be you know with this one all the way around i'm going to be like at a 3.25 with this um i still think that's a passing score type of thing um it's i've i've read worse i've seen worse uh valiant's produced you know it's not you know it's not uh what dead drop uh anything like that but um and it's 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 sad to see arc on the shelf again even though it's only for a couple more months and uh, that is something that I hope that we, we get figured out soon. Um, I hope that more comes to be, uh, to be with that. And we figure out just a little bit uh, what's next within Valiant. What's Valiant going to be producing in the coming months? Um, what are, uh, what's going to happen with just the two books? And uh, I think that there's, you know, Valiant's... Uh, they're doing their best. I, I know that. I know that, you know, the guys that are there, I, I, I believe that they are trying their hardest to make the best stuff come out and uh, I applaud them and I uh, encourage them. So um, I want, you know, I think everybody wants the best for Valiant. I think that's where all the passion um, comes about with all of the books that are happening. Um, it's why we want more books because because we're passionate about it. And so um, I think that right there is to be fair and uh, also to uh, also I guess to be fair, uh, put this out there next week uh, to get some answers for us. We have a Q and A with Matthew Klein. Yes, so, and uh, VP where my This guy, if anyone has answers, this is the guy with the answers. I read Josh. You better be there because I like talking wrestling with uh. You know, oh, yeah. I, 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 would, I, would, I wouldn't miss out if Matthew's going to be on just so we can actually like all have a conversation. Well, like Royal Rumble? Three, like we could discuss us, the Royal Rumble? But not Eric because Eric doesn't yeah. like wrestling at all. Are you going to make me miss this episode? Are you going to make me sit this one out? No, you could talk about Greco-Roman and like your uh, your uh, le- you know, your leotard and your headset. Your singlet? Yeah, your singlet. Yeah, the singlet and the headset. <laughs> and I used, you probably used to look like the dog-faced gremlin. You know, did did you used to do freestyle? Did you do freestyle with the really really low around the hips, or did you do Greco Roman? Which one was Don't it? Make me come over there and put you in a headlock. No, but which one did you, you know, do? Did you, you do know, freestyle Eric, or Greco Roman? I, I would I would love that because then we would meet in person. Did you do collegiate <laughs> style or what? If I have to come over there, who's your? I am putting you in a headlock. <laughs> did you All do right. collegiate or freestyle? Your head, my lock. Collegiate or freestyle? Which I, wrestling did you do? <laughs> headlock. Collegiate or freestyle? Which I'm going to put you in a headlock. <laughs> then I'm going to hip toss you and put you on the ground. And you're I'm gonna just going to roll your back over and just get points and tech you. That's it. You're just going to be teched. That's it. 
you know. It's happening. Okay. Now it's happening. You just brought this upon yourself. Dude, one day oh there's going to be a Get Valiant Wrestling match. John, he's going to be John, he's putting a promo on you. You should just let him. <laughs> yeah, let's cut it. Come on. <laughs> you should have oh. been a wrestler. The yeah. pro I was a wrestler. No, no, no. A wrestler. <laughs> It's oh. never too late. It's never too late to find your inner wrestler. Wrestler. <laughs> As a real wrestler, F off. Well, well they're right. real. real. I mean, they really wrestle. I mean. They don't really wrestle. Okay. They, it's, 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 real. it's real. It's real. It's real to me, damn it. Real Great. to me, damn it. <laughs> Wrestling's not fake. <laughs> Hey, you tell that to RoboCop when he showed up oh. at one of the WCW pay-per-views when I was a kid. I'm sure that was real. Word up. You tell it to Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's awful. Come on. Snoop and Dogg. Donald Trump. Oh, Ooh. that's right. Mr. Well. T. <laughs> what? But oh. we all I'm know. Trying, I'm, trying to think, I'm just trying to think of all the other awful things I've seen uh, as a child watching wrestling. There's a lots of it. Usually oh. on WCW. <laughs> yeah, WCW, man. If they didn't have Sting, man, if they didn't have the the icon. That's right. Sting was the man. I did like I did like WCW more than I liked WWEF at that time. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, I was more of an NWO guy than a D DX guy. So, oh yeah. Oh, so I, I, I hate I hate it because there's so much I want to talk about of it. I just know that Eric's just like, come on, can't we just fucking talk about comics? But <laughs> the moral of this story, the moral of all this story is we're gonna talk wrestling with Matthew Klein and maybe yep. some value comics. That's the moral of this story. We're good back to where it is. Um yeah, I think uh you know, somebody had put uh put a decent thing in the chat, and uh I thought that was interesting is that this this arc of Exoman War was basically Arc getting PR, right? And then having read the preview uh, uh, pages of Savage, it's Savage getting PR. So <laughs> it's like a little PR trick that's happening. I haven't read this, the um, I didn't, I stopped at the preview. I didn't want to read it yet. Okay. Um, you know, one thing I'm kind of curious about is like, right now the line is Bloodshot and Exoman War. And I'm curious to see how things are going to be when it's Shadow Man, and then kind of a relative newcomer with Savage. You know, we only had the four, the one four-issue story arc before. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. But I'm, I'm very excited for Shadow Man. Shadow Man's one of my favorites, so I'm, I'm hoping for some good things. And it looks great. I mean, it's. I think. Um, it's not next month, is it? Is it next month that comes out? It's Shadow Man and the Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I'm gonna see how we could get wrestling into any of it. I'm sure Matthew has worked on it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's one of my favorite. Like I never knew. Like like you know when you do these like a podcast or if you write about Valiant a lot, you start being like, oh, I need to like follow people on uh, social media, see what else I could pick up on. You know, so it's like oh, I'll follow Dinesh. You know, because you you know why wouldn't you follow Dinesh back in the day, or uh, Josh Johns, you know, all these people. And I just remember like Matthew Klein. I was like, oh, I'll follow him. He's, he's a nice enough guy. And it was just like wrestling, 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 vacations, wrestling, vacations. <laughs> I was like, yep. I like to travel. I like wrestling. Like, dude, why can't okay. we be friends? <laughs> yeah. what? Come what? on, man. Let and comic books? Life. What? And Valiant? <laughs> yeah. 
So no, it, I'm excited for next week to get there and get uh, talk about that. And you're you're definitely right. It's going to be different when you have a. Uh, some different characters on there. I'm, I mean, I'm really excited for Shadow Man and Colin Bunn. I really think it's. I hope that's a really good book. I hope it sells really well. I hope people are on their pre-orders with it like nobody's business. Yes. And we get uh, a lot of Shadow Man. I hope people jump in there. I think they're going to do the pre-order the pre-order arc. And to keep a book to going longevity, we got to get some pre-order sales. Uh, and you know, if there's a character like that that you really want, and I like I said, I have some faith in this creative team. I have some faith. And, um, you know, just all of that with Shadow Man, I'm pumped for it. Pre-order the crap out of it, guys. Yeah. There's there's a there's a thing I want to point out. Um, we all want to see books reach issue 25. 20, issue 25, 50. issue 50, issue 100. There's only one way to do that. Buy the book. And we know, we've already seen the art on the new Shadow Man looks amazing. We already know Colin Bunn knows how to write horror comics. We've already heard that Shadow Man is going to be Valiant dipping their toes into the horror universe, like the, the horror genre. Yeah, you can go back to a Robert Meyer interview that we had where he <laughs> says it is the, the most horror thing that's happened. And, you know, like it could almost be rated mature to a degree. So yeah. um, I think that it's something to really, really look forward to. Again, the cover's looking great. The design is looking awesome. Um, John Davis Hunt has got some great work. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think jo the, the stuff that John Davis Hunt has, we've seen from John Davis Hunt so far, looks fucking phenomenal. Didn't like, he work on the Wildstorm? I don't yeah. know. Is I believe that what so, yeah. yeah. Man, that, that book's way good. I read, I read the first two trades of that. I, I liked it a lot. His art's great, so yeah, you know, um, you know, I, I, the, my thought is, you know, I, I was a big fan of Punk Mambo, the Colin Bunn series that he did, and it had yeah. like touches of horror. It had a lot of like horror elements to it, you know. So if it can be like that but darker, I'll be way happy. If it, way more like that and a lot less like Roku. That's all. That's all I want. I Roku wasn't bad. Mm. It's not one of my favorites. I, I enjoyed Punk Mambo uh, dramatically more than Roku. Um, so I'm hoping that we get some of that. So I think he's done some interesting stuff, some talent, and uh, I'm worried for the ongoing and getting a, a staple character like Shadow Man. So, And uh, I think that's what we got next. We got a couple Bloodshot books coming. I think, um, what's the, is it Savage going to be one of the next ones as well? I don't know. Around the corner. So I'm going to pull up some Valiant calendar and make sure we're ahead of our game here. We got Savage number one on February 17th. Bloodshot number 11 on February 24th. Awesome. So Sounds great to me. Yep. One and 11. So, And then, yeah, we don't have a whole lot of uh, Bloodshot left to go either. I think we got two more issues of Bloodshot, Eric, before that's kind of put away for a little bit. Why would you? Why do you have to bring that up? I like getting your hopes and dreams and squishing on, stepping on them, because that's what I would do if we were in the wrestling ring. All your hopes and all your dreams would be crushed. You son of a bitch. <laughs> well, all right. All right. 
So now that we got that crushing hopes and dreams. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm really excited to see where Bloodshot goes. We finally got Wiggins. We got KT in the, in the comics. Like this is a really good time to be reading Bloodshot comics. Um, I want to see what happens next. I'm really excited to see where EXO goes. Like what the fuck is happening in EXO right now? We don't know. Um, Savage. I don't know what to think about Savage. We'll see what it comes out to be. Shadow Man. Shadow Man looks like it's going to be fucking amazing. So everybody should be jumping on board with that. Um, yeah. We've got new stuff coming. You know, um, do I want there to be 30 books a month? Absolutely. Would I rather have two books a month than than none? Yes. So let's I don't get want 30, though. I mean, let's, let's get real. I want 10. <laughs> 30 <laughs> books a month. Can't That's afford what Matthew about I mean, next. I do have a comic book budget, right? So, um, you know, and I want to spend that budget. I don't want to just, you know, it's more than it's more than eight bucks. Let's put it that way. And I'm ready to uh, to to spend all of that on Valiant Comics. And uh, you know, your guys' thought. What do you think is the great range of comic books? Um, go ahead and hit that with uh, this information here. Boom. Subscribe, like, comment, do that stuff. Please, people, subscribe to our channel, or Hoodoo TV's channel. So, uh, like the video. Hit that button so that you know when we go live, the, the bell. And um, join us next week when we talk to Matthew, because we are going to be asking some hard-hitting questions. We are not going to shy away. And if you have some hard-hitting questions that you want and you want to ask, join the conversation. That's why you hit that bell so you know when we go live and you can be a, a part of the conversation. Talk to the VP of sales at Valiant. Have your voice heard. Have your questions answered and know that this is the opportunity. Do you want to know when there are going to be more than two books a month? Do you want to know um, when your favorite character is coming back? Do you want to know what's really going on behind the scenes? This is your opportunity to get those questions answered. Join us next week. Hell yeah. Yeah, join us. Yeah. I don't think any of us could have said it any better, Eric. Even drunk. <laughs> Wait, are you going to try it again? Who's the what now? <laughs> We're going to be rocking and rolling next week with Matthew Klein, so hopefully everybody joins. Uh, yeah. And we'll Josh have the spoiler alert Matthew Klein every time he tries to talk. Wah, <laughs> <laughs> all right guys stay valiant we'll see you next week